Ian. Interesting. <laughs> Is this word association? Do I give you a word? <laughs> Mother. <laughs> No, we were joking that this is going to be a, a a therapy episode, so I, I I figured I'd just lean into it right off the bat. Gotcha. gotcha. Expand on expand on that. And how does that make you feel? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh Hello, Dave. How are you, buddy? I am well, and I am excited for tonight's little little show. Yeah, I'm very excited as well. I'm I'm Dave, therapy patient. Mm-hmm. You're Ian, therapy therapist. Yes. And today's yes. office, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is, is the, this here Google Meet? Google yeah. Meet space. Yeah. 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 And I mean, really, the seats of a brand new Nissan Z. Yes. Yes. That is what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk. We drove the Nissan Z a few weeks ago. We haven't gotten to talk about it yet. Um, I was super 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 excited to drive it yeah Um, as was i yeah we both were um and we had very different i think initial reactions to it Mm -hmm. um we'll get into my reaction to it in a minute but i want to start go ahead and just open up the dave don't look folder oh okay all right okay and show and just share a browser tab with the people (laughs) so they can see what we're starting with okay all right comfy dave is the title of this picture oh okay well that that is me that is me driving (laughs) that is my neck turtling back into my body yes Uh, now yeah yeah now people who are just listening uh, this is a, a picture of Dave in extreme discomfort. Like he is not happy about this situation. And anyone who can see the picture might think that this is a pose. This is a candid photo that I took of you driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is because initially it felt like the Nissan Z was rejecting me like a bad kidney transplant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. But I, I, th- I think you warmed to it. So let's let's just start. So the the. The new Z is kind of a, it's more of a, a an evolution of the old Z, the right. 370. It looks fantastic. It we, does. But we agree on that. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. You took some great pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, we took some pictures out at Red Rocks. Oh, it looks so good in that blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love the way it looks. Um, and even though it's got some old bones underneath it still is nissan through and through it makes all sorts of cool turbo noises Mm -hmm. and it retains a six-speed manual which is pretty fantastic and 400 horsepower like it's uh, just on paper like those looks great 400 horsepower rear drive six speed right boom right in yeah yeah you have us hooked right yeah like yeah. we we read that and all we see is good time good time mm-hmm. happy fun time you know yeah right yeah yeah and so we got in that we got in the car and I, you drove first i, I did remember. drive first yeah yes yeah and what was your just initial like you buckled the seatbelt first thought i mean 
this really the the comfy dave pick like i um i mean you know it's not necessarily made for a six foot four individual and so i kind of went through some emotions of being a little let down because it was very it was a difficult fit um and i think that i think there's a couple factors at play here right like it would be one thing if this was say like a kia hatchback right right uh if it was a tight fit and it was a little front wheel drive car with 200 horsepower right right then sure okay whatever like it doesn't really mean anything to me but the potential of this vehicle the potential to be the eighth owner of one of these vehicles (laughs) you know i mean it's it it's you know like when you make a bad impression on somebody the first time you meet them right right like you've got lettuce in your teeth and a big grease stain on your shirt and you spill coffee onto them you know right right. i yeah i felt i felt a little bit like an outlander you know Mm -hmm. um oh god i knocked over my microphone um and you know and like you think like okay well maybe like it's just some seating stuff like going through the stuff you know i because i liked everything i touched and saw and all that stuff and i and i was like okay well this could be kind of like a a more difficult miata experience for me right because when Mm. we had the miata hardtop i mean i don't know if my body is still the same after trying to contort it into that (laughs) right you know and then there's just has more room than the miata just it did it did right but i mean like you can see in this picture my legs are straight up against the the steering column right yeah yeah Yeah. and yeah so i i also went through like some weird emotions as far as like do i feel entitled because i think i should fit into every vehicle right and so i like i it was this weird mixed bag and then and then you add driving a 400 horsepower twin turbo car for the very first time that is not yours on top of that boom go and on a tight, twisty road that it was probably not where it wanted to be. Right, um, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say, I think, I think, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I think you put yourself through a lot there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some of it not necessary. You know, like, the, like, like, am I, do I feel entitled because I don't fit? Like, it's, you're fine, you're fine to feel frustrated, you know, if you don't fit in a car. But I did notice, like, physically you fit better in the car as you relaxed right 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 like yeah you you physically changed your seating position and got more natural in the car which by the way if there's one complaint about this thing it is that the seating position is incredibly awkward right if you have to unpucker your butthole to even remotely be comfortable right yeah 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 it is it is an odd physically an odd fitting car right um but i think some of it for you was just you were just nervous and you were just sure so you that compounded that compounded things you know right right yeah 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 um but but you you went through such a (laughs) such such an arc in like 20 minutes because we only had you know a half an hour with the car or 40 minutes or whatever right yeah yeah we had about 20 minutes each so yeah you in about 20 minutes 
He went through like all the stages of grief. <laughs> uh-huh, like the car broke up with me. Right? And then I I want to say like in the last like three miles of the drive, I feel like you were legitimately enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of changed your mind a little bit. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's an amazing car. Like, I think that there's no way that you can walk away from driving it and think anything but that, really. I mean, there are times, and, and I think that we'll get to this later, I think that there's times over Nissan's history where they Nissan the shit out of something, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. where you're like, okay, like, you're the Nissan that I remember and want you to be, right? Yeah. And I knew that Nissan was doing that with this car from moment one, right? The looks, the things that we read about, you know, like the touch surfaces inside, the interior, like Nissan has a lot riding on it and they do not take this shit lightly. Like they're not the kind of company that is going to put out an EV version of a car and give it like a, you know, a fair lady name or something like that. Right. Like, like what Ford did to the Mustang, like they hold shit really precious in that company. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, infinity names are a whole other thing, but you know, but yeah, um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I like it was, it was an intimidating experience. And I think you're absolutely right that when I learned to unpucker myself and probably not sit directly upon the handbrake, um, (laughs) (laughs) it turns out you fit a lot better in the car. And, uh, and I, I really did. I was able to enjoy it for what it was at the end of the day. Is it something I could comfortably fit in and drive? Like, like I treat my Fiat as like a fun errand car and autocross car. Mm -hmm. No, unfortunately I couldn't do that. Right. You know, but you know, I feel like I, you know, I, I saw the light, you know, and and I enjoyed it for what it was in that moment and, and recognized that, you know, it's, it, unfortunately it's not going to have a place in, in my life. But it is it is a great car, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is it is really really cool. It's unfortunate about the seating position. Yeah, because it is a little awkward no matter what size you are. <laughs> right, like. right. Um, but yeah, they Nissan the shit out of that drive that drivetrain and that is what dominates like once you get past the comfort thing of figuring out how to reach things and not have or not have a steering wheel in your chest or whatever um like that engine just dominates everything and it it is spectacular it really is it really is and and i think that one thing that i was very um that i really looked forward to in experiencing the car with you because i think like you and I experiencing cars on our own is one thing, but seeing it through each other's lenses adds a whole other thing to these automotive press events that we go to, right? You yeah. Know, like seeing the way that you enjoy a car is something that I really like, right? Like, mm-hmm. and vice versa, right? Like we get a kick yeah. out of how each other interacts with stuff, right? Yeah. And, and um, I get a kick out of pressing all the buttons while you're driving. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and I, I get a, car, a kick out of, you know, just figuring out that you're looking for an HDMI input while I'm trying to figure out <laughs> how to turn off the hyperdrive, right? Um, but yeah, but like, I, 
the thing that I was looking forward to was the exact thing that I knew that you would do. And the exact thing that you do whenever we sim race is that you're just in and you're fucking sending it. Like moment one, right? Where I drive like a grandpa and then I get to like good driving. But you just, you hop in and you fucking go, man. Like, and I, I love that because this car definitely let you do that. Yeah. And and let, so, yeah, let's get to that because there I have some thoughts here because yeah. it is, it's, it's like a warm embrace of old school driving. Like it reminds me, the car that it reminded me the most of honestly was my dad's um my dad has like an 07 uh aston v8 vantage Mm -hmm. and it it behaves a lot like that because it's kind of it feels kind of bigger and softer than it is but it feels like a just a a point to point you know do this like you know you kind of like arrive at a corner slow way down go around the corner and then just mash it and go and it and it feels dramatic and special when you do that. Like it, that's not a, it doesn't take away really from it feeling special because that drivetrain is so special. Right. And even like the feel of the shifter and everything else is just, it's very, and the position of it in the cab and everything is very uh, V8 Vantage um, and the proportions and everything else. But like, it doesn't, it wasn't as like, sharp or as hard as I was imagining. And I realized a few weeks later that like the only other Z's I've never, I don't think I've ever ridden in or driven a stock Z. I've only ever ridden in um, modified ones. Okay. Okay. So I was expecting something like stiff and, and sharp, but that's, this is a touring. This is a GT, right? It's not, a track car right right and it didn't handle like a track car but that was okay because it's not what it's supposed to be and it took me a minute to like figure that out yeah yeah i i now that you call out the sharpness i think like looking into it that's something that i thought would be there but wasn't it it like it felt like kind of like a v8 mustang but in a better way right yeah. because like yes. the, the when you accelerate the nose picks up a touch like they haven't like they haven't engineered out like all of that kind of stuff, right? Like the twin turbos kind of behave more like a V8 than they do a twin turbo V6. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's dramatic. Like everything yeah. you do is, is really dr- And that's part of what makes it feel a little bit special. I feel like that. Yeah. It's like an old school turbo car, but it has none of the drawbacks of an old school turbo car you know right like right. it's makes all the whooshes and the yeah things and i mean it, it, the noises it makes is are fantastic yeah um it could be a little louder but you get sure. a lot of induction noise which is great yeah and i don't i don't hate the way that it handles i i read after after we drove it i read some reviews um and they all pretty much had the same like same sort of uh um feedback that i did which is that it was very soft feeling mm-hmm. and especially on that little tiny road that we were on yeah. we drove this back to back with the civic si yeah and the civic si mopped the floor with this thing on that tight road right right yeah that was the scalpel right yeah or this was the hammer yeah 
Definitely. Right. Definitely. Yeah. I think the more interesting comparison is actually this versus the Integra because right, right. they're close in price. The Integra has two more seats, um, but they're sort of, they, they feel similar in like the suspension tuning and stuff. Right. Right. In that soft, but still capable. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So like, I mean, beyond the seating position and maybe it's just because I'm so like Stockholm syndromed into my 500 Abarth, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Seating With infinite headroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Like, you know, how did you like, how did you feel like you meshed with that vehicle over the, over our experience with it? You know, like, could you, could you see yourself owning something like this? Talk me, talk me through some of those pieces. Yeah, I definitely feel like I could. I mean, we didn't get close to the limits really of this thing. Right. But I don't know. I was able to like, it seems like a car you can just jump in and be immediately quickish in. Uh huh. Like it's, it's not so fast that it's really intimidating or scary and it's everything communicates pretty well like you everything feels all the inputs feel really good mm -hmm. even if they're out of reach or too close or whatever right right um and and it's like the formula is familiar enough that you're like okay i i've driven this before even if you've never driven a z before or this car before or whatever you've driven something similar to this probably yeah you know yeah and you can you could figure it out quickly right um, and it wasn't and it didn't feel like the electronics were too intrusive or anything like that like you could you yeah. could learn your way around that you could start from a really good base yes and then learn from there right um and that's, I mean, that's everything, right? If you're mm -hmm. confident in the eight tenths, uh -huh. then, then you have someplace to start from. Right. Know? Yeah. It feels like a vehicle that would grow with you. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Like as your talent came up, it like it, the kind of like the capabilities of the vehicle would not necessarily present brick walls, but kind of like more gentle things that you would learn to work with right yeah and let's you be know? honest the mods that you would do would be part of that you yeah. know like that's what these things are all about yeah and i mean man this thing is a blast i love it like it's silly and dramatic but like um you know it's, it's not overly serious right it's a lot of fun and it feels special and that's yeah. what i'm i'm i cannot you know like the 86 the the 86s right the yeah the subaru great. and the toyota they are super fun cars mm -hmm. they're a, just a blast to drive on a track they're a blast to drive on a mountain road mm -hmm. and i'm not even talking about the speed of them you know other than that category being rare they don't feel special right right, right. you know it's a buzzy little subaru engine and drivetrain mm -hmm. and nothing about anything else feels especially special about it like the interior is cheap or whatever all that is 
what they're supposed to do and that's right right fine. it does what it says on the box right yeah it yes. has its place and and we're very thankful that it's there right yeah yeah but i do think that this thing the way that it drives especially the engine it does feel special yeah which is a rare thing these days that's even rarer than a six-speed manual you know yeah just feeling special i mean that was the thing that got me with the julia right 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 yeah yeah like do i mean you know we've we've recently talked about how you know the toyota gr corolla is a vehicle that like you can see replacing your r32 yeah do you think that this is in the running or i mean or does the lack of all-wheel drive just instantly cast it out i think the lack of back seats casts it out (laughs) oh yeah true true um but yeah i mean if i could have a two-seat car i mean it would be this or a used cayman probably okay be the two things that i would look at but this thing is fantastic it's awesome gotcha yeah i really like it yeah yeah it is i like i don't know like i mean i i feel like i've experienced like a what i think is a peak nissan product and that's that infinity m45 like i i feel like that that like nissan infinity threw everything into that vehicle like just the fucking sun visors were a wonder of engineering right and like you and know, that was sort I, of a last vestige of old Nissan, right? Before right. the Renault merger and all that other stuff, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, right. 2006, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and like V8 up front, five-speed, you know, automatic. Like all the luxury, every tech thing that they could offer at the time, you know. And like, and it it felt like, especially with that body kit on it, it felt like it was special, right? Like that, like you didn't yeah. see a lot of them. You saw a bunch of M35s, but whatever. Like that's the not special version, you know? And I definitely got the same feeling from the Z, right? That like Nissan, Nissan it. And you're right. This is a special car, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I like, if you, if you want to hook me into a car, you give me a nose that picks up a little bit. You give me some body roll, right? Like, yeah, you know, like you, you need like, like I still ride steel frame bicycles, right? Like I want some analog feel, you know, like I've played an eight bit video game in the last week, you know, like I want, I don't need everything to be crisp and exact and 4k and perfect pixels, you know, Mm-hmm. right and this this car's not and it doesn't need to be you know it's great as it is like it's it's a perfect vintage stereo system it's a you know yeah right like it's yeah i don't know yeah with some solid state upgrades yeah in the, right you know yeah yeah they've yeah. got they've got some modern technology in the turbos and everything else and yeah it's uh, yeah it's a really really cool combination it is it is i i wish i could fit but (laughs) here we are you know yeah yeah Yeah. i i don't know i think if you are like if you are looking to advance your motorsport game like this is a great platform i feel like to to look towards you know 
mm-hmm. like track days, autocross, doing things and like learning, like growing your talent as a driver. Like yeah. this is the paintbrush for your canvas, right? Well, and if you were comfortable in this car, you could crush some miles in this thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The seats yeah. were good, were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I was, by the end of the day, I figured out a comfortable seating position. Yeah. Um, I do wish there was more adjustability in the, in the steering column and the seat. Yeah. Um, and at least like, it's not, it's not like the pedals are offset. It's not like mm-hmm. an Italian thing where like the they pedals didn't are make, offset from things. Yeah. Like X axes sacrifices. Right. It's just the, yeah. the steering column does not telescope. Right. And it's an odd combination of like length to pedal and length the steering wheel and it's oh, just really know, hard to com- <laughs> <laughs> pulled up the picture of comfy dave again yeah 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 that, like that- the pedals are pretty far away and the steering wheel's pretty close right so it almost encourages you to to like lean back a lot yeah which is not my first instinct me neither in a car yeah and i think that's what is that what you ended up doing did you end up kind of giving yourself a little more yes yeah Yeah, lean back yeah yeah Yeah, because i mean i grew up driving pickup trucks right like that's you're in missouri that's right yeah that's what you do you want the wheel in your chest you know Mm -hmm. you want to sit upright and uh you know yeah and then skull shows up in your uh jean pocket (laughs) right you know yeah like it's Yeah. yeah um yeah so it was weird it that leaning back you know yeah mm-hmm. odd yeah yeah i mean yeah. you can see in this picture that i put myself you know in a position where i the wheel would be closer obviously that didn't work you know no yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you look like you have little t-rex arms yeah 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 somehow yeah. that if the airbag deployed it would hit me in the testicles and the forehead at the same time <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah it's tough it's tough but yeah but yeah yeah you got there eventually and you know what yeah. so i i do have an fmk cars based around your sort of ramp up okay to comfort okay because i think that we've had some other cars that we've done on the same this rocky mountain mm-hmm. uh driving experience uh thing that we've done for a few years now where you've had similar initial reactions and then varying degrees of getting into it okay okay all right right. okay you might notice a theme with these okay they're all stick shift and rear wheel drive (laughs) okay okay so the first one is the 2023 Uh nissan z okay all right what we're talking about here yep the second one is that 2018 chevy corvette grand sport yeah which I believe was the most terrified I've ever seen, <laughs> ever seen you when I was driving it. Yeah, that was like the Carbon 65 or something. Yeah, Carbon yes. 65 edition. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was uh, that was very scary, uh, especially was... when I floored it and our both of our heads hit the uh, seat back so hard we basically shat ourselves. Well, and the, yeah, and that's the naturally aspirated one, and we were at like 9,000 feet or something of elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine right? what that's like at, at okay. sea level. Yeah. Um, pretty fantastic. And then the last one was that bullet Mustang. 
Ah, yeah. Okay. The Bullet of this Mustang. I think it was 2017. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, like the it was yeah the 20 yeah 2018 maybe. Yeah, this bad boy, yeah. right? Yep. yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. And I think. Yeah. So so FMK those. Yeah. But also, I feel like you, of all of them, I think you were most comfortable in the Mustang, right? I was. I was most comfortable in the Mustang. Yeah. Yeah. I was the most intimidated by the Corvette for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. Hmm. FMK these three. Um. The thing. The thing. Well, first of all, the Mustang's green. I'm into that, right? Right. And and I think the thing that you and I kind of picked apart about it was the whole nostalgia, right? It's like, why does this have to be the thing, right? You know, I'll allow you to debat to get rid of all the bullet stuff if you want. If you okay, well, thank you, thank you. Then it's just a delightful green GT. Right there, you go. There you go. I, you know, I, I think I probably would marry the bullet Mustang just because I, okay. I, I really, I, I really like the way it looks. I like the way it sounded. Uh, hearing it off those like uh, canyon walls was great when we were driving yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and uh, I feel like if I had a, if I had this Corvette um, for more than an hour, I'd just turn into a pink mist i mean (laughs) (laughs) i i feel like i feel like that with the corvette i feel like i don't have the talent like the driving acumen or like i don't feel like the right kind of person to have that car right like it Mm -hmm. just doesn't just doesn't vibe with me right like i think we're on different wavelengths you know and i think like if if people like i don't know if people knew how i felt getting out of the car they'd be like oh cool cor- oh it's him <laughs> you know like i don't i don't know like if it feels almost like a little bit too much like the person that brings their own pool cue to the pool hall and you know I, well and there's me, this whole thing me. with yeah well and there's this whole thing too with corvette owners and track days of like they're the people who are just like monstering the straights yeah. and super slow in the corners because they don't know how to drive their cars. They bought something that was way too fast for them. Right. You know, and all of that. Like, so that that's definitely a thing with these cars. Sure, sure. Especially as they've gotten faster. Yeah. Um, so you wouldn't, you'd be in good company. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I I do I, I mean I did have a pair of white New Balances at some point so you know See. See. yeah See. yeah I think I'd have to buy some jorts yeah, yeah. I don't know I th- I think I might I think I might have to kill the Mustang or uh, I mean kill the Corvette I think I might okay. have to kill it yeah and then what yeah. are you doing for a day besides covering yourself in Crisco to shove yourself into the Z yeah what are you, what are you doing for a day in that thing. I, I think that I'm going to start by not driving the Z. I think what, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to be in the Z. I'm going to like have my morning coffee in the Z. Okay. My wife and I will play Wordle in the Z mm-hmm. in the morning. Just get, get comfortable. Right. Like just kind of like make it like part of the environment that you're existing in. 
right? Maybe some whale songs on the on the stereo. <laughs> Pure <laughs> moods, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah uh you know i i think i would i would certainly take a take my time right yeah Mm -hmm. this is uh this is the slow roast uh you know um instead of the flash fry because it was definitely flash fry when we experienced it before right Yeah. yeah well that's the other thing too is that that's not how normal people interact with these cars they're not like okay you got 20 minutes go you know <laughs> right. it's we're gonna right. spend some time we're gonna get to know yeah. each other you know right especially with performance cars like you're not gonna you know other than maybe a test drive it's not right. how it works usually <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah so i i think i would i would marry the mustang you know and it's it i think it does come down to space for me with mm-hmm. the with the Z, because I, I if I could fit in the Z with a helmet on, it would be the Z hands down. You know, yeah, it really would. If you take my goofy size out of it, mm-hmm. Z hands down, hard Mary. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what what about you, buddy? Um, I would crush the Mustang. Okay, I would marry the Z. Uh huh. Um, because I feel like even though I, I would have more, I, and I, for, for a day I would take the Corvette to a track and just absolutely. Yeah. Track day. Yeah. Right. Obviously just roast um, the tires. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a blast and scary cause it'd be super yeah. fast and whatever. But, um, yeah, just to try to work up to the limit in over the course of a day in that thing i think would be a ton of fun yeah um, and a huge learning experience but this i feel like is a longer term partner like i can grow at this thing i'd mod it you know i'd i'd want to like make it my own um and that's the that's the other thing is that you know that like the subtext to all of this with with this car is that there's going to be a massive arc aftermarket for this. Thing. Oh, so you're going to be able to make it whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from maybe six foot four friendly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But everything no. else yeah. <laughs> on the table. Aftermarket got you, boo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. pretty exciting. Right. Yeah. It is. It is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I know firsthand how difficult it is to have a car that has a very limited aftermarket right because mm-hmm. i mean you know the sobs like the ng 900 sobs and the you know sob 93 the vegans there's really only a couple you know outlets and, and places for parts you know you got nick taliaferro and springfield and stuff like that you know and they're doing great stuff they're making great parts but like you don't have the variety you don't have a whole bunch of people looking at it from different angles it's a right. little bit more open with the fiat but the M45, I couldn't even find a fucking sway bar for that thing. Nothing. Right. You know? Right. All I could find was like people like those like crazy grills that people throw on, like the weird like super chrome aftermarket grills for like 700 bucks. It's like that's not the aftermarket I want for this car, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. I bet in I bet in Japan there's probably a lot of like people doing like VIP builds and stuff on those, but yep. Probably not a lot of semi-performance 
right. road car type things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to go from like that kind of stuff to like the world is your freaking oyster with this car. Like there's going to be mm. so many companies making so many great things for this and it's going to drive like so much great competition. You know, like the Z's always been an incredible platform, you know, and it, it's something that's always drawn the aftermarket to to make things for it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just going to happen again and again and again, and it's going to be great. Yeah. 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 Man, really liked our time with this thing. I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah. I liked I loved it so much. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 Um. <sighs> Ian, I have an FMK cars for you. Oh, double FMK cars. Double FMK cars, Ian. We, um, so, I mean, in thinking about this car, obviously, we kind of think about the, the arc of Zs overall. Like, mm. you know, like what, like, do you remember when you kind of like first realized like Nissan Zs were a thing? Yeah, it was definitely the 300ZX. I mean, okay. I remember seeing... Um, I remember seeing the you know 240s and 280s and stuff around but the one that i remember being actually like really like what i need to know everything about this thing was the was the 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 300 yeah um you know and i remember always every time i would see one like trying to look in the back see was is it twin turbo twin turbo or not right yeah yep and just being just being obsessed with it like yeah it was this the Mitsubishi 3000 GT. Yep. Uh, the Prelude a little bit, you know, yep. like... FDR X7. Yes, definitely. Although I was never as much into the RX7 for whatever oh. reason. Okay. It was this and the, the Mitsubishi were the two really? that I was, like, obsessed with. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, I've always thought the 300ZX was super cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's always been my favorite of the that era yeah you know of the cars that we got for sure for sure um and then you know the the 350 came out like right around when i was probably 19 or 20 it came okay. out so i that was like a that was a big thing too like i remember yeah. the first time i saw one and it was a i like I stopped the car and turned around and drove back to the dealership that had it because I hadn't I hadn't seen one yet. You know, right. I was in Michigan at the time and they they weren't around. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That's that's been my re- and then Gran Turismo, right? Sure. Was, yep. That's my kind of relationship with them. What about you? Yeah, I, I I'm just a touch older. I mean, you're in your late forties. I'm in my very late forties. Thirties. Thirties. You're in your late late thirties, and Aww. I'm in my I'm in my very late forties, mid forties. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I my my first kind of like the Z's that I saw were the just the, the previous generation three hundred Z, right? Like the right. Um, yeah, what is this generation here? Um, it was yeah, the 300 ZX. It was the 300 yeah. ZX over two generations, but the it was the second gen that I was like, right? That I remember. You know? Yeah, and I remember the first, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, seeing it on TV, seeing Paul Newman racing, right? Um, you know, yeah, like kind of having that uh, be in the background, you know, knowing that that was like a thing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like seeing those Zs and then then ex- like stepping in exactly like where you were, like second gen 300ZX, Gran Turismo. I remember one of the things that I was so fascinated about with the 300 with the 350Z launch was Nissan uh, seeking out older 240Zs and restoring yeah. them in house. Remember that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, when the, at the to celebrate the, the launch of the 350Z, Nissan went out and procured I think 20 some odd like original 240Zs in varying conditions and they restored them all in house i don't know like what they did with them but like they threw their full nissan at it mm-hmm. and and restored those cars you know and so then there would be a lot of I, I think a lot of it was for like for press like pictorials and and articles that showed like the full evolution of the z like where it started a pristine example and where it is now so many people shared their stories of like when they were a kid they went with their you know their parent to buy and their parent bought a z you know and now they're like they're looking at z's to buy themselves you know and Mm -hmm. having that kind of that story um one of well and and the context of all that too is that at the time like the you know in the late 70s the the corvette and the mustang and the camaro were all junk like they were terrible cars yeah you know and then these guys come along and it's not a tiny little mg you know it's an actual like regular sized sports car right you could shove a child into the back of if you needed to (laughs) right yeah yeah Oh, Jalopnik has an article about what happened to all the Nissan Zs that were restored in the 1990s. No, oh, yeah, this is a Mike Spinella article from uh, Mike Spinelli article from uh, 2014. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to take a look at that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wait, let's read it aloud on the show. <laughs> yeah, let's. It's Dave and Ian read an article. Exactly. Um, yeah. So um, I don't know. It was it. It's interesting seeing like the the arc of Z's over time, mm-hmm. and uh, and this uh, this FMK cars I think follows that arc. Uh, I will say that uh, dream guest on the show, if we could ever get them, Heather Ann Campbell, uh, you know, uh, writer for Rick and Morty, actor, she's done uh, Who's Line, she's you know, brilliant uh, comic actor. She has a incredibly badass Nissan 280Z that has been oh, restored cool. and upgraded, and yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, yeah. A good friend of of another dream guest of ours, John Daly. You know, and uh, yeah, yes. so they occasionally talk cars on Twitter, and yeah, so that was how uh, I think that we kind of came into their car orbit, pop culture wise. You know, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so Ian, I'm going to give you three Z cars with a twist. All okay. Right? All right. Okay. First up, Ian. Here, let me copy and pasta some of these links. First up, Ian, I am going to give you a Paul Newman. Oh, man. 280ZX race car. Hell yeah. Okay. You know Paul Newman's butt sweat and maybe other fluids were in the seat of this car. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. And these were built for IMSA, I believe, right? Yep. Like IMSA racers. Were, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I mean, just like when you think of kind of like the like the racing that I happened across when I was a kid on yeah. TV, this is what was happening, right? Oh, man. Super cool. I was born in 77. This was racing in the 80s, the, the 70s and the 80s. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, privateers would buy them, you know, mm-hmm. race them. Yeah. Um, oh, this is S- it was just when he was racing SCCA. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, I will give you this brilliant, beautiful Nissan 280ZX race car. Okay. The twist is, Ian, have you ever seen Cool Hand Luke? I have. Oh, no. How many <laughs> eggs do I have to eat? Is that what it is? Is that what this is? Before you take this to the track, at some point within 24 hours, you're going to need to eat 50 hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> okay. The, the, yeah. Do you, yeah. Know the, do you know the story, like the behind-the-scenes story about the hard-boiled egg scene? I don't think I do. Okay, so, um, you know, like, obviously he didn't eat 50 fucking eggs, you know, when they right. were filming the movie. Uh, he ate about eight, right, total. But and it's they, still a lot. Yeah, it's still a lot of hard-boiled eggs, right? Um, and the cast and crew ate the rest of them. And they, like, they said that the next day on set, the flatulence level was just oh, absurd. God. Like, nobody <laughs> could handle it because everyone was farting from the, de- from the eggs the day before. Just sulfur... Yep. It's just terrible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's urban legend or not, but like I've, I've seen that a few times over, over time. Right. Okay. So 24 hours, you don't have to eat it right before the race, but you've got to eat 50 eggs at some within point. 24 hours of my track day. Yeah. Within 24 hours of your track day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And if it's that's an endurance weekend, endurance racing weekend, I'll give you 48. Okay. 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 All right. All right. Now, um, can I can I just like have a little tube from my butt back into the fuel tank? Like, I'm guessing like a little extra methane injection would help. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. we could do that. Yeah, yeah. A little extra horsepower. Little uh-huh. tooty toots. Yep. Exactly. Tooty toots, scoot scoots. <laughs> or if it's cold, you're racing in a cold environment. You just have your own hot suit. Yeah. Right. You just like duct tape yeah. off all the all the openings, <laughs> and you'll look like a little like one of those like fat suit sumo guys. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It's just full of farts. <laughs> okay. So there you go. There's your Paul uh, okay. Newman race car. Okay. All right. So second, Ian, have you ever seen the movie Blind Date? I don't think I have. Okay. This was a movie. I mean, you know of the era when I was growing up I think I was maybe I think I saw it at a pretty inappropriate age mm. like because it came out in 87 I remember seeing it pretty early on uh, you know on HBO and so I was probably 10 or 12 right okay, uh, okay. yeah probably probably 12 uh, it's a Bruce Willis movie Bruce Willis and Kim Basinger okay um, and the plot of it is that uh, Bruce Willis is set up on a blind date with Kim Basinger and mm-hmm. he's given a warning not to get her drunk. And like his buddy's like, cause she gets wild, you know? And like, 
you know, but it's like, seriously, don't get her drunk, right? It's like and gremlins, course, like don't feed them after midnight sort of thing. Exactly, right? So mm-hmm. what happens, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole thing. And here, here's, here's Bruce Willis's car in the movie. This is probably one of my earlier experiences with seeing a okay. Z car. It's a white Nissan, the first gen 300 ZX. With the T-tops and With the, the whole T-tops. thing. With the T-tops. Pristine. And like in the movie, Bruce Willis like has just gotten the car. It's brand new. He loves the car. You can imagine what happens, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Because here, here's a scene from the end here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so you're going to have this car, okay? And I'm going to be your Kim Basinger, all right? Okay. You, you have been warned not to give me taffy. <laughs> All right? Because mm-hmm. I get wild. So I have to keep you away from sweets. You have to keep me away from sweets when you have this, when you have this car. Okay? I think I'd rather <laughs> eat the 50 eggs, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather you eat the 50 eggs. <laughs> All, right. All right. Lastly, Ian... All right, I'm going to give you a 350Z from the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Um, okay. This is Takashi's car, played by Brian T. in the in the movie series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Drift King or DK, uh, as he is known. Um, and here we go. Let's see here the 350Z DK car. Here it is, right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, they call it the Fair Lady Z, right? Which it mm-hmm. was because it's JDM, right? right? So the catch with it, with a pretty sweet wide body kit, right? The catch with this one, uh, to remain true to the film, is that anytime you're in a parking garage, <laughs> someone is going to show up and try to drift race you. Yeah. Okay? okay. You're going to win. They're going to crash their car, right? Just like, uh, I can't remember. It wasn't Han, I don't think. But yeah, so uh, yeah, it was Han, right? Yeah, in the Sylvia. No, right? it was um, it was the, the, the kid who, the main character, right? It was the... Sean. Yeah. Sean. Yeah, was he there had Han's with Sylvia. The 40-year-old high school kid in, yes. in that movie. Yes. Who yes. was there with his dad, who was uh-huh. stationed there. Right. Yes. Yes. So, yes. So you're going to win, but then you have to take the person that you beat under your wing for an automotive event. Okay. Right. Right. As you do. Right. As you do. do. Mm -hmm. As you do. Okay. (sighs) Oh, my God. Okay. This is tough. (laughs) This is your Nissan movie tie it yeah I'm, I'm impressed that you found three z car movie tie-ins that's pretty good i mean the the newman one is just like well newman did these movies and also yeah. raced these z so it's that one's the most tenuous yeah. one that blind it, like the first thing that came to mind was blind day yeah 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 not a great movie no yeah. No. You know, my favorite movie with a Z car, because I'm just going to stall instead of answering yeah. this, is um, uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Did you ever see that? Uh, yes, I did with um, Duplass. Yeah, Mark Duplass yes. uh-huh. drives yeah. a, like an old 280Z in that. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like a it's like a thing where uh, uh, he gets made fun of in that in that for for his for his crappy car. And Dwight in the office drives a two eighty Z in the first few episodes yep. in the first season before he moves to the uh, the third gen Camaro. Uh, Trans Am. Okay. Yeah. Trans Am. Oh yeah. Trans Am. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. 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 Takashi. Yeah. I'm going I got I'm 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 crushing the 300ZX. Okay. Date. We'll I can't say- I can't keep you from both, both like I don't want to keep <laughs> my friend from the one thing in life that gives him such such joy. But also physically, I don't think I could keep. You. I we don't would, think I could physically restrain you. We would r- wind up wrestling way more than we ever wanted to, which we've never wanted to. No, and you have reach on me. Yeah, I mean but, it wouldn't it wouldn't go well. And mm. also, I've seen you hangry before. <laughs> like yeah. I think if it was just a, like a, we had both had if you had you had coffee and and sweets and you were in like a, a good mood uh-huh i think you would have reach but i might have speed or whatever uh-huh. yeah it would be a close fight you hangry though it's like the hulk <laughs> like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna fuck with that or would i just be like go ahead pin me i don't care life right. is meaningless <laughs> <laughs> right it's gonna be one of the other yeah yeah <laughs> Uh-huh. Or yeah. sometimes both. I don't know. <laughs> right. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. So that's got to go. Okay. That's got to go. Okay. All right. I will. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry the 350Z. Oh really? Okay. Drift King car. Uh huh. I can't. I can't eat 50 eggs every time I drive this car. <laughs> every time I drive. So I'll do the Paul Newman 50 eggs things. <laughs> once okay okay what yeah what would you do would you want to do like an endurance race what would you want to do with this car um you know i'd want to drive it probably how he intended it you know like maybe uh you know in a sprint race or uh, an endurance would would be the most fun because you you get the most seat time so maybe probably i do an endurance race the dream would be like six hours of spa in this right thing, you know right. something like that yeah um that would yeah. be pretty that would be pretty badass like one of the or or take it to take it to goodwood like that yes would be, there you right? go something like that some uh, some sort of vintage endurance race thing yeah would be what i would want to do and then just just tooting <laughs> and being sick all over the place i'm glad you didn't pick like some kind of like off-road event where you'd want me to co-drive and then i'd be stuck right. in a car with you and your toots like bouncing it was just bouncing toots out of me yeah. uh it'd be not good uh-huh yeah <sighs> that's a tough one. what would you do um i mean i love eggs <laughs> what 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 would i have to keep you from in the blind date scenario Oh, I would have I would have to keep you in the car at every time we drove past a record shop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you yeah. looking at discogs on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> I add it to to like a mobile version of Pi Hole that I have running. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah i think i think i would have to kill that that set that first gen three uh 300z um just because i think either on either bookends are just so much cooler right definitely like yeah i think i would i think i would wind up marrying the uh you know um takashi's 350z right Mm -hmm. i mean it looks incredible it looks hilarious right yeah yeah um and then definitely definitely for a day i'm i'm bringing you with me for an endurance race you're gonna be my instructor and you're gonna have to bring it all in yeah you're gonna have to breathe it all in okay yeah yeah so yeah there you go i'll come with my own ventilation tube (laughs) Uh uh-huh well that was that was delightful um I do want to bring one last thing up with, yeah, the, sure. with the Z talk, which is that, you know, my kind of closing thought here is that it was just you, you kept saying this and I think you're totally right that they Nissan the shit out of this mm-hmm. and man, how nice is it to be in something that was Nissan after how many years of them making just I mean, honestly, pretty dreadful rental cars, mm-hmm. you know, like things that were just made to be commodities. Yeah. Appliances. Appliances screwing up infinity so poor, so badly. Yep. You know, in all the ways that they did that. Yeah. I mean, this, this was such a relief, even though they, whatever, you know, whatever complaints you want to have about it, that they borrowed stuff from the 370 um or you know that it's it's old technology or whatever it still feels like a breath of fresh air in the context of Nissan's lineup over the last i don't know 10 15 years yeah yeah no you're exactly right i like i i the thing that i keep going back to about it is like it feels like it's a a band that's had a really spotty history and then mm-hmm. they just finally put out an album that just fucking nails it. Right. Like, right? where did that come from? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they went on this fucking jazz odyssey back then. Like, oh, they they produced a Broadway musical. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And then then finally they deliver. Right. I actually have a good analogy for this and you're not going to be with me on it at all. That's but just fine. trust me. Yeah. Flaming Lips. Okay. Okay. They had this classic period, right? Sure. Where they were making stuff that was really re- very pretty, like for for what it was, it was very pretty. And then they went on this weird odyssey of making this like really discordant sounding, very odd stuff right. for a few for like three or four albums. And then, just like two years ago in 2020, they released uh, they released. Uh, um, a a new album American head, I think it's called. Um, and it's like, it borrowed a lot from the period that made them good, but it was a new, um, but it it was a new product. Like it felt different, even though you could pick it apart and be like, Oh, well this is from that. And this is from over there. Okay. I mean, it's exactly what this is right. Where, Oh, you can look at the parts of the chassis that came from the 370Z and you can look at the bits of the interior that came from wherever, blah, blah, blah. 
but it still as a whole feels new and special and different um but still recognizable as a z car and that's exactly what that that flaming lips album was like um and so it is it's, it's a cool I don't know. It's a cool thing when it happens. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Like when Fernando, when Fernando Alonso is forty years old and like, you know, qualifies third or something. You know, like it's <laughs> yeah, right. right, right, yeah, yeah. Our expectations weren't rock bottom, but you know, right. it's nice to see you hit it out of the park, right? Yes, right, definitely. And yeah, it was good to see them do it on on their own without borrowing from anybody. Yeah. And just see them Nissan something again. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Dave, I think we Nissan this episode. (laughs) I think we did. I think we did, Ian. Uh, What should people do if they enjoyed this? You know what? uh, I'd love to hear people's uh experience with the nissan z cars over time so yeah mm-hmm. if you want to drop into uh, the youtube comments or you want to uh send them to us on twitter we'd we'd love to hear uh like just how you've somehow intersected with nissan over time uh, yeah. and the z cars whether it's gran turismo anything right mm-hmm. um yeah because i think it's it's very it, in car people's lives it's been, it's been a pretty constant through line right yeah uh, love to hear that stuff. So drop into YouTube or, or hit us up on Twitter and, and tell us about that kind of stuff. Um, you can also give us a call or text us. Yeah. 720. Oh, God, I blanked. What <gasps> is it? <gasps> Ian! 315? No. 517-20-515-1391. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I, East of the Rockies. The same number. <laughs> West of the Rockies. <laughs> Yeah, Justin in New Zealand. Same phone number. <laughs> International data rates may apply. <laughs> um, you can email us, apexadjacent at gmail. Yeah. Dave, this was delightful. Everybody, we love you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>